In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd today. Robin, it's overcast and gloomy in Southern California today. How's it by you? You know it's exactly the same here. <laughs> is we're, it? Na- is we're, it? we're in the same neighborhood for once. <laughs> for once. For once. Well, yeah. we had the TogiNet party last night in Malibu. Oh, I was For all the radio guys. hosts. So bad, much last night, thinking how much fun it must have been to get get together. It was, it was. It was at a beautiful beach house um, right on the water next to mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner's place. And it was um, just, I mean, the food was great. The people there were so much fun. I mean, uh, I think, um, gosh, we stayed there till like 10 o'clock. It was wonderful. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, those Toganet people sure are awesome people. They do, and they know how to have fun. That's what mm-hmm. I love about Toginet. <laughs> So we have a birthday to talk about. That well, came back. We want to, you know, you want to do the birthday wishes? No. Or wish for you... Miss 99? Oh, I see. I, you know what? I'm, I'm looking at my calendar. I'm saying, oh, my goodness, who did I forget? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are turning 90. We did turn 99 on Saturday, the Girl Scouts of the United States of America are now 99, and we are launching our centennial year. We're getting ready for our centennial. It's really exciting because over the years, so many things have changed, yet we still have a mission that um, has been constant throughout the the whole time. Um, our founder was just such a progressive woman, and she really believed that women could have dreams, that women could step forward and do the things that they want to do. Um, and if it's not an easy path, then you find the path to get there no matter what it takes. And that kind of fortitude was just incredible in 1912 and um, is still strong today. And I just love the fact that that impact uh, is forming so many of our young girls into such dynamic women of our future. Wow. Now, how long have you been involved in the Girl Scouts? Because that was pretty impressive. Well, 34 years. Um, 
I started in 1961 when I was a brownie, and I um, did take a little time off. I was uh, a Girl Scout during my campus years in college, and I traveled to one of our world centers in Mexico, and um, I've been a leader, and I've done some administrative. I've sat on task groups, and I've I've sampled a little bit of our organization in all ways, shapes, and forms, and I just really feel that it's a... it's a very worthwhile organization for girls and adults, and it doesn't have to be women. We have a lot of gentlemen who are leaders in our organization, and that's a very important factor, too. Many young girls do not have um, strong male images in their lives for one reason or another, and by having men who help women leaders and mentors, um, this is giving girls an opportunity to get to know um an important man in their lives. So that's, it's kind of a nice element that we offer too. We have a, an older fellow in our community who just is, has so many resources and he's just a very interesting man. And, um, for example, he makes wooden jackknives, uh, so that girls can learn knife safety and be able to carve in, in soap and therefore learn knife safety when they're young and, and in a safe manner. And just little things like that. He's, he's kind of a neat guy and we're very fortunate to have him. But there are many men in our organization as well as women. Wow. That yeah. is, that is amazing. Yeah, we have, um, Oh, I don't have statistics in front of me as to how many uh, millions of girls we have currently as a membership. I know on our council we're serving about 19,000 girls, um, and we have about 6,000 adult members. Wow. Mm, Yeah. So I'm just very proud to be involved, and I know sometimes... um, I I can go on and on and on, but, you know, this is, I think a lot of people have an organization that they feel very strongly. I know people who are involved in PTA or people who are involved in Kiwanis or Lions. We all have missions to serve, and I think it's just really great to, um, to have uh, this kind of impact on our community when we have an awful lot of people dedicated as they are. So, and our girls are certainly right there doing what they can. So we're uh, Well it's funny, it's like that's a perfect segue into our show today because isn't it's, it, yeah. you know, it is about doing, you know, what we can and we're we're honored today to have one of my favorite, favorite charities on. Um, you know, we are gonna have the American Red Cross coming up and we'll have Sherry Brown uh is gonna be interviewed for the show today and it's it's American Red Cross to me is just it's it's synonymous with with us don't you think i think so and boy i'll bet right now um they are very very busy at their headquarters organizing things um heading over to japan um i'm sure that we'll have to ask sherry what efforts they are involved in as far as some of our american people that are over in in japan and we send our heartfelt prayers out to all of the people who are um, dealing with with such a disaster as as they are. Absolutely, absolutely. I know when the uh, when we first heard, um, you know, the earthquake was like sixty miles from Okinawa. I have, mm-hmm. you know, Sally, my dog, um, that I 
take care of is our friends who are deployed in Okinawa. And, oh. you know, of course, we tried to call, and the cell phones were jammed. And, oh, gosh, and, um, yeah. You know, it was like a day and a half before we got confirmation. And what was interesting is there's 14 bases in uh, in the J- Japanese islands in Japan, and um, Okinawa being the largest. But, mm-hmm. you know, all the damage seemed to be up on the north part of the island um, and gone away from, you know, where our our bases were. I don't know if any if there's any bases on the North Island. We'll have to check during the break. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to get our segment producer on that, huh? Yes, <laughs> our segment producer right on that. <laughs> right on that. Oh, but yeah, it's been quite a week. It's been quite a week with um what what's really great though is I love to watch how countries and different groups of people band together in the face of, you know, a disaster like this. It's true. It's true. I mean, whether it be a very local emergency or whether it be a worldwide emergency, it is true. Human nature just really does band together. Um, and I'm just um, I'm in awe of the people who do just step forward and people get on planes and ship right on over there and, and the, the guard units and the um, the troops that we have that are, are being shipped on over there. It's, it's really um, a dedication beyond so i'm 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 amazed at what they do it is it is i mean and that's i guess i would love to bring on uh sherry because we have so much stuff to go over today because the red cross does so much true we do but before we do i just want to say um a a very warm hello to your dad and send him Uh our best wishes you know, thank you for that because my dad was really sick this week and he did mm-hmm. have to have emergency surgery and be in the hospital. And, and you know who I really want to thank is I want to thank my brother and my sister, Steve Beck and Jill Beck, because they just, you talk about rallying for the troops, man. Mm-hmm. They dropped everything. My brother stayed in the hospital with my dad, my mom, who's stage four breast cancer. My sister, Jill, you know, dropped everything and she was bringing Taco Bell and movies, you know, to keep my mom company and to yeah. make sure that she was eating and and um you know and it's 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 that type of spirit that you know i think of you know exists in my family exists in your family and i know in rick's family i've seen it in action um and tina's family but that's also the spirit of the red cross you know where we just come in we help we do what needs to be done and that to me is just amazing well we're sending warm wishes to your dad yeah, I'm so glad my dad is getting better. Um, but we have Sherry Brown. Uh, and Sherry, are you on the line? Hello. Hey, Sherry, welcome to the Military Mom Talk Radio. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. That's so great. We're about two minutes to go to break, so I would like to ask you, uh, before we go to break, why don't you run down quickly for about a minute and a half a little bit about yourself because you have a very interesting history. Thank you, certainly. Um, well, I, uh, I do have a uh, military background myself. I'm, I've been uh, a Coast Guard reservist for more than 18 years, um, so I've been associated with the military for a long time, and I, I also uh, I, I went to uh, one of the military academies for my, um, my degree. I went to the Merchant Marine Academy, so I've spent uh, most of my um, my time around the sea services, and um, and I came to the Red Cross about uh, going on three years ago now, and I, I have to tell you, it's just the most amazing organization to be a part of. Um, we uh, 
we just have such wonderful volunteers and staff here, and and it's just been a blessing to me um, in terms of um, you know being able to work with such great people. Um, I, I heard you just talking about the spirit of the Red Cross, and that's um, sort of what drew me to the Red Cross is similar to what what drew me into Coast Guard service, and that is. Um, just the the ability to serve other people and and be a part of like minded people in serving others. So it, it's just uh, that that's really um, what's so great about uh, about this organization. Well, Sherry, it's so great to have you here. We're about ready to go to break. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Military Mom Talk Radio, along with Robin Boyd. We are going to be interviewing Sherry Brown today from the American Red Cross. Uh, for those of you that are looking to see some of our older shows, check out TogiNet's podcast. Also, we are available on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. When we come back from the break, more information from Sherry Barry Brown and the American Red Cross. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central, on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody in the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The Wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this man. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. 
Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. My name is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd. And, Robin, we're going to interview Sherry Brown from the American Red Cross today. I just have so much respect for all of the people working with the Red Cross volunteers and staff. I do have a question, Sherry, for you before we uh, kind of jump into a lot of what we have to talk about. What Do you have a, a approximate um, proportion of what your volunteers to staff are? I, I mean, do you have a small staff versus the amount of volunteers or right. about equal? So, so the American Red Cross has about uh, 30,000 paid staff, and we have more than half a million volunteers. So yeah. I'm really glad that you asked that question because um, we, it, it just shows the work of the Red Cross is really done through our volunteers. That's Absolutely. really what we, we are all about. Fantastic. That is. That's, that's so great. Now, let me ask you, Sherry, why is the or how can you tell me i you know i think of the american red cross kind of almost you know like working hand in hand with the with the us military can you give me a little background about that sure and i i um i was glad to hear the introduction as you were talking about the girl scouts because um the american red cross our story really is one of of a strong woman who our our founder clara barton who began the american red cross uh, caring for wounded soldiers on the Civil War battlefield. So it really is um, at the very heart of our organization. It's where we started, and it it's uh, so much a part of who we are today. Got to love a young woman, right? <laughs> it's the woman right. show today. <laughs> right. And, and uh, you know, uh, Clearly, the the Red Cross and and so many people know who we are. They know our brand, uh, the the organization. It's it's a humanitarian organization, and 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 so much of of what we're doing today is is still, um, you know, our work with the military is is very much about you know serving other people in the community, uh, and and particularly in in places like military installations where. Our, our Red Cross volunteers are part of that community and have the opportunity to serve side-by-side side with military families day in and day out. Now, for those of us listening today, like, you know, I'll be honest, you know, I've heard, of course, have heard of the Red Cross. I don't even know really what you guys do. Yeah, so um, it's it's interesting that you were uh, mentioning um, Japan a little bit earlier and Hopefully, uh, we'll have an opportunity to talk about that. Uh, obviously, our hearts go out to the people of Japan. Um, but uh, we have staff who serve on military installations over there uh, and, and volunteers. And um, they do a number of things. I'll, I'll start with uh, our emergency communications mission, uh, where we verify, uh, notif- we provide notifications to, uh, to military members of family emergencies. Um, and this can be things like uh, a death in the family or a family emergency back home when you're serving somewhere else where your family is not. Um, and that's that's been a service that we've provided from the very start. Um, it's it's essentially uh, a a hotline where a family member can call us, and and no matter what the emergency is, uh, we can 
help find your your family member, your service member, wherever they are, and get that verified information to them through their uh, through their commander, so that um, decisions like emergency leave decisions can be made in time for them to get home for these uh, these uh, time dependent things that happen in life. Um, and that's that's one area of support um, that we provide, and, and uh, we certainly serve so many families every year. Uh, just last year, we served uh, almost 150,000 families through that one service alone, um, and it is a 24-hour, around-the-clock, every day of the year. Um, we have caseworkers available to take that call at any time. We uh, we also um, we provide a lot of services for uh, for the families at home. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of things that come to us may not be um, may not need an emergency message, but but uh, but we have uh, things that we do like support groups for families, uh, particularly in our chapters where um, you might not be close to a military installation, and we're able to connect. Um, connect family members uh, with other families, perhaps a, 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 a spouse who doesn't know any other military spouses in the community can um, come and interact with other people at our chapter support group meetings. Um, of course, people know about the Red Cross training, things like um, preparedness, uh, our CPR training, first aid, things like that. Um, you know, what we've found is that it's it's particularly important for for families, as as you all certainly know, um, when you've got a family member that's away, it's it's all the more important that that you feel like you're prepared to take what to deal with whatever comes next, um, whether it be a disaster or uh, you know what, whatever the case may be, that you feel like you've got the tools that you need to be able to take care of of yourself and your family and and be able to to uh, be resilient and and take care of each other. Um, so those are a lot of the things that we do, um, you know, support for families. Uh, we, we've got resiliency training that we provide, um, really a whole host of educational-type things that, that we do with families, including kids. And, um, you know, we just have so many uh, military kids who are involved with us as, as volunteers uh, who uh, work with us in the, in the many mission areas that we have. Um, and and who engage with us in our work. I know now, all who's of eligible for help from the American Red Cross. Like, I mean, do you guys uh, you help anybody? Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's that's the the great thing about the American Red Cross. We are uh, we're a, a neutral, impartial organization, and and our services are based on need. So, um, you know, certainly emergency messages, uh, like I was describing a minute ago. Uh, anyone can initiate emergency messages. So, uh, if your if your neighbor is uh, is a military family and uh, and one of the family members is deployed and they're having a crisis or or um, something along those lines, you can make that phone call. It can come in from anyone. Uh, and and our training, we provide our training to everyone, regardless of uh, of who they are. Um, I, I was mentioning our. Coping with deployments training. It's resiliency training, a course called Coping with Deployments, and um, it, uh, it it teaches um, it teaches individuals to draw on their own resiliency. And mm-hmm. and that class we've had uh, we've had boyfriends, girlfriends, 
moms, dads, grandparents, neighbors, friends, um, anyone comes, and and it's uh, it's all to help. I mean, the way we we see it is uh, that that the community it's it's a uh, it's a, a network, a web of of all the people that live in that community, and the stronger that we are together. Um, the better able we are to help support uh, the military families in the community. It's so funny when you said that, like, uh, you know, I remember, you know, in my teens I took, um, I did the advanced life-saving, gosh, and the CPR, and, um, you know, and I never really thought about, you know, how many people you impact on an annual basis. Do you have any numbers of how many people you serve on an annual basis? Uh, It's in the millions. Certainly in the millions. Um, I, I know just for uh, we do briefings that um, that we do outreach, and this is just just tailored toward military, um, National Guard, Reserve, uh, active duty families to be able to tell uh, families who we are and how to reach our our services if they need them. And just last year, we reached 1.4 million people through those briefings alone. Uh, so just I know those briefings alone. Yeah. Absolutely. That is, you know, that's an enormous, enormous amount of aid that you, that you give, um, you know, to the United States. What about in other countries? Do you serve, um, you know, are there certain areas of our countries do you serve? Do you serve the whole United States, and then do you go overseas? Yes, so we have, uh, the American Red Cross is in pretty much every community around the country. We've got more than 1,500 offices uh, here in the United States, and we have uh, we have Red Cross people serving on military installations, and we have them overseas. We've got um, more than 40 locations overseas, including Red Cross staff in theater in Afghanistan, Iraq, and and Kuwait. Um, so we have uh, we have staff and volunteers everywhere that that military families serve. Now, how is, you know, just, um, you know, because when I think of the American Red Cross, I think of, like, taking classes, you know, giving blood. Um, what, who funds the American Red Cross? Like, how, how, this is an enormous responsibility. How do you, how do you pay for everything? We rely, the American Red Cross relies primarily on donations, the generosity of the American people to be able to do what we do. Um, so it, it's a great point that you make. Um and and the the work that we do is is so uh so intertwined in in all of our communities as as Americans we just know the red cross so well that uh that it's um it's one of those things that um the person sitting next to you is your neighbor and they're also the red cross volunteer and that's that's sort of how how we get our work done is is through again the generosity of of the american people and and their uh both their funds and their time uh their donations of blood pretty much everything we do is uh is um through that generosity it's donation driven okay well my name is Sandra Beck and I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd we have Sherry Brown today from the American Red Cross we're talking about the different services that they provide how they serve our military for those of you that just tuned in and want to catch earlier segments on the show you can find us at toginet 
That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. You can also check us out on iTunes. We're under Military Mom Talk Radio. And our old shows are available for download and live stream on MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. We come back from the break. We will talk more with Sherry Brown from the American Red Cross. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Sucker Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Sucker Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy divers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front, with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Military Moms, it's Robin Boyd here with Sandra Beck, and we're uh, here today with Sherry Brown of the American Red Cross. Um, Sherry, one of the things um, that we wanted to certainly get out there is a website for people to contact you, and I am believing it's www.redcross.org. Is that correct? That's exactly right, www.redcross.org, and uh, our phone number is 1-800-RED-CROSS. So That's as easy as can be. <laughs> right. 
Well, and before we hop off the website, I want to, one of the things I wanted to jump in and, and let our listeners know, if you haven't been to the American Red Cross website ever or in a while, they have so many of these fast, um, fast facts, PDFs, like little things you can download that have to do with earthquake, fire, flood, even the flu. I mean, you even have home pool and hot tub maintenance and safety. I mean, I grew up on the water, so I'm, you know, I'm all about, you know, water and pool safety. But you talk about thunderstorms, uh, tsunamis, taking care of pets. You really have a ton of information on this site um, that are available. And then you have them in different languages, too, which is really cool. Right. Yeah, our website's pretty. Uh, you're right. It's there's a wealth of information. It's pretty interactive. Um, we're also really active in uh, on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Um, we have the Red Cross blog, so there's there's a good bit of information going on out there. And that talking about impacting a community, when you stop and think about it. Every person probably in our country is impacted by the Red Cross in some way, shape, or form. For example, I know all of our troops, Girl Scout troops, have to have at least one, um, if not both, uh, adults re- uh, Red Cross trained. We need to have CPR and first aid training. Those troops then impact their community, and the fact that we do go on your website and we do pull those PDFs for just for our own safety kits because we can't take girls anywhere unless we have um, a, a sort of a full set of resources, and that's where we get them is the Red Cross. So yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, I, I know. Our uh, Girl Scout, Boy Scout troops, certainly uh, I've, the installations that I've visited overseas, um, yep. they're just definitely engaged with us in terms of uh, getting all their training and, um, you know, engaging, as I said, as, as volunteers with us, too. And there's just a lot of a lot of really good touch points. Now, Sherry, if someone does need to uh, contact the Red Cross and there might not be uh, a uh, location or an office near them, what is the best way to get some uh, resources from you? To go to the website, or how do you yeah, look at some of those other areas? Sure, we've we've touched on uh, two of them already. It's uh, you know go to redcross.org. Uh, yep. If if you are close to a uh, to one of our offices, and I mentioned we've got more than fifteen hundred uh, locations, um, you can type in your zip code and, and find out if there's a Red Cross office close by. But if that doesn't work for you, if if that's uh, you know if you're two hours away or you can't get to a walk-in site, you can certainly call us at 1-800-RED-CROSS and, and we'll point you to the, to, the, uh, to the resources that you need. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, um, when you are supporting some of the military families, is this just helping the immediate person that is deployed or do you have family resources as well? We we absolutely support the family. In fact, uh, that's that's one of the one of the uh, the biggest services that we do is supporting families. Um, certainly, as I was mentioning, when when someone's uh, deployed and you you kind of are um, perhaps in a place where you're um, you know needing some help with a couple of things or or just reaching out to your neighbor, um, the Red Cross is is really helpful in those circumstances um, and. And particularly things for um, you know getting getting your kids involved um, and uh, and and getting uh, getting training 
Um, if certainly, if uh, if there are emergencies, we'll we'll be right there to support you with that too. Um, but uh, you know, classes like I was mentioning earlier um, that are certainly our preparedness training. The uh, special classes that we have for military families, like the resiliency training, um, those are all really um, designed to be uh, the, the whole family, and and we we really see that broadly. We um, we don't define it down as uh, you know you have to be a dependent or anything like that. Um, we're very inclusive and very open um, with the way that we uh, provide those services. It's really fantastic, really fantastic. When you stop and think of of the the, uh, the the spans that this is this is covering, this is really phenomenal. Just just amazing. What about um, when some uh, folks come home from combat? Um, that presents some challenges for many people. And um, are there special programs that the Red Cross offers to address that issue? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited that you asked that question because we're. Um, <laughs> We've we've been uh, part of the yellow ribbon reintegration. Um, you know, we're part of the briefings, and we're there. Certainly, the Red Cross is there. Um, we we have some materials that we provide for um, you know for families to be able to um, just be aware of the issues that you might experience when the family's coming back together. And and certainly, this is not to to replace anything that the military already has, but it's supplemental to and. And for many folks, um, it, you know, their relationship with the Red Cross is different than their relationship with their commander. Um, and, and so, um, you know, we have those materials. But, but the thing I want to tell you about is, is that um, we're in the middle of, of uh, piloting a new uh, program. It's an educational series called the Coming Home Series. Uh, and, and we've been um, really, really fortunate to have a grant from uh, Walmart Foundation um, that is allowing us to put this program together. It'll be a, a series of educational modules that are um, delivered just like uh, other Red Cross training, but it's delivered by uh, by mental, our mental health volunteers and, uh, and addresses topics um, like uh, dealing with anger, um, communication skills, things like that. That's Incredible. Now, is that open to the whole family? So it would address not only what the person coming home is experiencing, but the family um, sort of understanding the the issues that the the person coming home is dealing with. Absolutely, absolutely, okay. and that's yeah. that's really the whole the whole point, and and why we why we ended up uh, putting this course together is our volunteers out in the field um, were hearing very strongly from families that, hey, um, you know, there, there's, there's reintegration um, briefings and, and all the stuff that you do when you're, when you're just coming back, but, but there are these issues that are popping up in our family, you yeah. know, six months yeah. down the road that I, I, I don't know how to address and how, how can we um, get some help with that in a really safe, neutral environment. And it is difficult because the family is thinking, wait a minute, this isn't the person <laughs> that I knew two years ago sometimes. And um, it, it's, it's hard to understand what those needs are. And having somebody come in and saying, all right, this is what would be helpful or this is, this is how to better understand um, what's happening, that's really a gift because that family then can process what they need to and move on and and knit back together again. So that's wonderful. 
Right, and, and it's 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 on their own sort of time schedule. You know, when when you the training is when you want it and how you want it, and 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 the the other thing that we really see is the benefit of being in the room with other family members who are dealing with the same things that you're dealing with I and being able to just talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Now, how will we know when more uh, is happening with the Coming Home series? Will there be more on your website or um, on your blog? Yes, we will uh, We will be hitting the uh, the, uh, the airwaves with it as soon as we possibly can. We're, we're so excited to get it out there, but... Um, but of course, um, because we we take our course content so very seriously, um, that that we have to uh, be deliberate in in the pilot stage and make sure that we test it really well and and that we work out all the all the bugs. Um, so so as soon as we get through pilot phase, we'll do um, you know we'll do a press release and then we'll do a really um, concerted push through um, both military and non-military media so that. Everyone who's um, who's possibly interested in it can find out about it and and uh, and come and take the training. That's really interesting. You, when you stop and think of the preparation just to I- initiate a program like this, when you're talking about uh, your your piloting of this program before you really launch it on the airways, there really has to be this whole strategic planning going on behind the scenes, and that takes a whole staff in and of itself to take care of that. So that that's phenomenal. A lot of effort and a lot of work and a lot of good to come of it, huh? Yeah, we're we're really excited to be able to do this, and um, you know, so many of the you, you speak of the the staff that's working behind the scenes. Again, um, I, I'm I'm smiling because I'm thinking about this cadre of mental health volunteers that we have that works on the content. Um, it's literally a dozen uh, credentialed mental health professionals who come from all across America, and they come together and they volunteer their time to build this content and and to uh, to put the program together. So. That's really it. It's really the Red Cross in action, and um, we're excited to be able to bring this. Fantastic! That really is is amazing. And we want to say thank you to Walmart for providing that grant so that this all can take place. Because, boy, without something like that giving us a hand, that those kinds of things just don't happen overnight. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're very fortunate. We have about a minute before we go to break. Um, so we want to make sure that you let us know when more information for the Coming Home series happens, and we'll be sure to um, get some more information to all of our listeners. And we want to remind people that podcasts can be heard on www.militarymomtalkradio.com, and you can also find us on our Toganet page, toganet.com, and you can find us also on iTunes. And we want to make sure everyone remembers to go to www.redcross.org to find all of this great information that we're talking about and then some, because obviously it changes every day with more and more information. We'll be back in a moment with Sherry Brown from the Red Cross. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. 
Hello everybody, this is Pete Dix asking if you'll join me on Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. What a show I've got in store for you. Not only all the Apple reissues that I'll be looking at, some very rare tracks indeed, a report on my evening watching and listening to Neil Innes of the Ruttles and the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. So please join me, Pete Dix with Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this man. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hello, Military Moms. This is Robin Boyd. We're here today, Sandra Beck and I, with Sherry Brown of the Red Cross. Sherry, one of the things that we did mention earlier on was the fact that the Red Cross is primarily funded through donations. And we want to just put that out there. We need to make sure people understand that a quarter here, a buck here, $5 there, all of that goes 100% to helping the people that need it the most. Is that correct? Yeah, we, we so appreciate uh, every, every donation is important to us, and, and be that time, money, um, blood. Certainly, um, you know, met, so many people donate blood with the Red Cross, but, but you're absolutely right. It is, it is uh, the way that we can continue to provide these services, and, and, uh, and we really do um, encourage folks to check out our website. You can donate on www.redcross.org. Um, and uh, what about locally? If we wanted to do something locally, can we just bring a jar of quarters into our local office and say we've been collecting for you? You absolutely can. We cool. we will we will process that donation absolutely <laughs> with a smile too. And I I'll bet you know one of the things Girl Scouts cannot raise money for another organization, but what we can do is once we have earned money through one of our uh, fund, pro- our appropriate funds, 
raisers, then we in turn can turn around and give um, give a donation to whatever we want. So um, this is the best birthday present that we could give if, if I've got other Girl Scouts out there is that we can celebrate our birthday by giving to somebody else, and the Red Cross would be the best place right now to be doing it. Well, and I'm going to tell you, Sherry, I'm on your Facebook page right now, you know, because that's what I do when I'm on the radio show. I cruise the Internet. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm very – Robin will tell you, I'm very, very hard to impress with this Internet stuff since I run an Internet-based company. But to watch your Twitter account, to see that you guys have a disaster news feed, I mean, the forest fire in Georgia, the earthquake in Japan, the blizzard in North Dakota for news junkies like me. I mean, there's just a lot to do here. And you have, you know, only 250,000 people liking this page. We want everybody listening today to, you know, when they're on their Facebook account to have Head over to the American Red Cross. Let's see if we can get that up to a million because, good Lord, if you serve at least a million and a half people, you know, directly, we should have a million people liking this Facebook page. But you did a really good job on your Facebook page. It's fun. There's a lot to do. Thank you. And, and you know, we also have a, a Red Cross youth have their own spaces out there as well. So there's oh, a place awesome. for, for kids to get engaged with us as well. Perfect. Now, what about um, how you impact hospital services? Because obviously, you have some hand in hand with um, with with that realm of our of our community. Is that correct? Right, right. We do, and that that is another area that we, um, you know, it started again with the the very beginning of the American Red Cross. We've been um, supporting military and veterans hospitals from the start, and uh, we've got. Again, thousands of volunteers who are serving every day in military and veterans hospitals all around the world, and they do everything from, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, uh, pushing the cart around with the snacks and the books to volunteer doctors and nurses and everything in between. We've got all kinds of programs, including art therapy and pet visitation and uh, gardening, all kinds of really great uh, services that we provide in the hospitals, and as well as, um, you know, assisting with, with uh, warrior transition programs, those who've been wounded and are uh, on their way back to, uh, to recovery. We do a lot of work with them and, and provide, uh, provide some material assistance as well, things like adaptive sports equipment, uh, things that allow the Warriors to go ahead and compete in things like the Warrior Games, um, you know, scuba equipment, all, all kinds of very interesting things that they're using in their recovery. Um, so we, we provide a good bit of support in, in the hospital programs today. That's fantastic. That's impressive. Your your animal visitation that I picked right up on that. That truly, I'm sure, makes such a difference in people's lives. We, you know, I, I am a dog lover myself. I have a dog, um, and and you know, I I totally believe in in the fact that uh, that animals have a, a positive effect on us. But but I have to tell you that I really. I didn't totally get it until I went on a, a visit myself and saw uh, – I went on a, a visit with a dog named Toffee over at Lonstool, and, uh, and, I, and I saw the healing power that that dog had when she walked in the room and jumped up on the bed of, of, a, of a soldier who had just come out of Iraq. And uh, it, it truly 
makes a big difference in the lives of those uh, who are on the road to recovery. Unbelievable. I agree with Sandra. I'm perusing through and and finding the most amazing things on your website. And as much as I have been on your website before, sometimes I'm there just for one specific purpose and I get what I need rather readily. But um, I do encourage everybody to go to this, this website because it truly has such a wealth of information and it does make you say, all right, how can I how can I help? And, and some of these donations that will be coming in, I'm sure, um, will will be impacting you. Um, well, and Sherry, let me ask you really quick about this redcrossyouth.org. I see there's like a design contest. What is this? I, I'm not familiar with the with the youth program. Right. So, so Red Cross Youth is part of our um, part of our fabric as well. I mean, we're a, we're a longstanding organization, and um, having youth involvement in Red Cross is is just um, it's uh, it's been part of us from the from the very start. We have uh, Red Cross clubs. They're both um, in high schools and on college campuses, and we also have uh, a national youth council. So, youth um, and young adults are very much a part of our structure. They uh, are engaged in our work. They, um, they work side-by-side side with, uh, you know, adult volunteers just the same. Um, and they're also part of our, uh, our decision-making structure, if it were. So the National Youth Council advises us on, on major issues of, of, you know, programs and, and things like that. I have several of the youth council that, that work with us. And um, it, it's just... Uh, it's a part of us that keeps us um, grounded in our work, and and there's a certain unique thing. Uh, again, having seen our youth volunteers in action, um, a couple of quick examples I'll give you. One is um, their work in the hospitals. I've I've visited um, with with some of our youth volunteers all around the world, and they do great work in the hospitals, and they have a special way with with patients and with families. And and then I've also um, I, I worked with some of our youth volunteers at a uh, preparedness event um, that, that we did um, where we uh, had uh, military family members come through the assembly line and build their personal preparedness kit for their, with their families. And our youth volunteers were, were uh, educating all along the way, so they would hand you an item and then, and then do some education and tell you why that item was important to have in your kit. So it really is for us, it's the whole family and, and youth uh, is such a huge part of that. I'm always impressed by what the youth do. <laughs> they just totally <laughs> are so amazing. Before um, we lose uh, our whole hour here, and it's flown so by, it's caught by so quickly, we do know that um, the Red Cross assists military spouses with employment issues. Could, could you briefly give us a little um, overview of that? Sure. Um, so, so a couple of areas that I, because I know we're running short on time, a couple of things that I want to mention real quickly. One, um, the Red Cross has a certified nursing assistant program. Uh, it's training, uh, a, a fairly long program, which includes on-the-job training, and at the end you receive a certification as a nurse assistant. Um, oh. That program is offered in hospitals, uh, and, and we offer it in some military hospitals as well. And, and in some cases we're able to scholarship that training, which means we provide it for free. Um, it's not available everywhere, but where it is available, we find that 
military spouses love it, uh, obviously because the um, the job skill is portable. Um, we also uh, do dental assistant training programs in wow. uh, on on military installations, particularly overseas. Yeah, um, where, where the um, you know the clinic sponsors it. I've got to tell you, we get probably 60 applications for every 12, you know, we can put 12 chairs through usually yeah, at a yeah. time. Um, but but it's a tremendously popular program and really, really good training, and you come out with a certification on the end. That's and, of course, uh, you, you know, volunteering is, is also a great way, um, again, for spouses who maybe have certifications that aren't, um, that can't be uh, used, like nurses overseas when you're uh, stationed overseas with your spouse. Um, volunteering with us, we have a lot of nurses who volunteer with us, things like that. Uh, it's a great way to, to have some experience to put on your resume. Unbelievable. Well, since 1881, the Red Cross has been there and has just held us all together in in trials, in in trauma, and in moving forward to make our country even stronger. Sandra, we're we're at the end of our show. I know it went so fast, um, you know, and I would love to have Sherry back. I think you have so much information, and I, I really want to encourage people to go to the uh, RedCross.org site. There's so much information available there. You know, I had no idea how many different programs you have, how wide your reach is, and and just how many services. I mean, I always thought you were just the people that you know gave me my advanced life saving for being a lifeguard, but you know the amount of training that you provide and the disaster preparedness because we are hitting all these um, disasters, and eventually we will have them, and we have had them here in the States. And, you know, it's like it's just it's very comforting to know that when we do, the Red Cross is there. And we say thank you, Sherry. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And, and I have to say, March is Red Cross Month, so I would encourage uh, anyone who's interested in getting involved with us, uh, now is the time. That is great. So what? So every what would you lo, you go to the redcross.org, put in your zip code, find the local chapter, and absolutely, um, and go from there. Absolutely, you can uh, again. You can get involved as a volunteer. You can donate uh, money. Uh, you can uh, you can donate your blood. Um, there's there's plenty of ways for you to get engaged in the work of the Red Cross. All right, we'll take it all. Well, my name is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd, and we welcomed uh, Sherry Brown today from the American Red Cross. Check it out at AmericanRedCross.org. Check us out on iTunes and Military Mom Talk Radio. Robin, you and I will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. We'll be and, here. Uh, we'll be week. here. <laughs> Have a good week.